Good morning. In our wonderful day in the Lord broadcast, we've been going through the book of Ephesians. We're in chapter four, looking at this very valuable, very important section concerning putting off the way we used to live and putting on the way we should live because we now are no longer what we used to be. We are now new creatures in Christ. That takes place, that transformation from what we used to be to what we are now happens in a moment of time, at the moment of conversion, but on a practical level, it is a process. So that to live the way God wants us to live is a process throughout our lives. And it happens as our minds are being renewed, according to verse uh, 23. We have this renewing process where we are thinking more and more biblically, more in, in line with the things of God. He, Paul is now talk, talking to us about some of the actual particulars of what that looks like. In verse 25, he looked at falsehood, speaking the truth to one another. In verse 26 and 27, he addresses the issue of anger. What an important subject for us today. Uh, I don't think in my lifetime I ever can recall a time when more people were angry about more things than right now. Of course, we're talking largely about the culture in general, but also many Christians. There's a lot of anger being poured out about so many issues. And so this is very practical and very up to date. What does he say to do? In verse 26, he says, be angry and yet do not sin. So he says, it's, there's times to be angry. If you're not angry about abortion, if you're not angry about abuse of children, if you're not angry about some of the ugly, awful things happening in our world right now, then, then something is not quite right there with you. But there's a way to be angry and not sin. Uh, there's an there's anger that motivates us to action, but that action often is simply giving it to Christ. And so he says there, be angry, but don't sin. But then he gets very practical. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. In ancient times, people went to bed when the sun went down, and they got up when the sun came up. There was no reason to stay up any later. And so uh, they. this is basically the, the old idea that don't go to bed angry. Very practical, uh, just very simple. If you followed that teaching uh, and that idea clearly in your life, you'll be way ahead of the game. Because if you don't go to bed angry, then anger doesn't have an opportunity to work in your heart. So the principle is very clear. Don't let anger continue in your life. If you're angry at someone or at some situation, you can let that seethe in your heart and cause all sorts of problems, or you can deal with it, and you deal with it quickly. So make short work of anger, he says here. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. That might mean you have to go to somebody before you go to bed. But it's not being legalistic either. It, there are times when we can't deal with an issue as timely as we like to. But the, but the principle is this. As soon as possible, you deal with that anger. Uh, you, deal, you deal with it. Don't let that continue. If you do, it says in verse 27, it, and do not give the devil an opportunity. There's an opportunity for the devil to worm his way into your life in some way. Paul does not flesh that out. He doesn't say exactly how the devil has that opportunity in our life, but, uh, but somehow he's able to uh, worm his way in and cause damage. The, one of the times I can think about something being said like that is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, and that's in the context of uh, marital intimacy. He says there, stop depriving one another except for agreement for a time so that you may devote yourself to prayer and come together again so that Satan does not will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. 
Larry says that there should be a, a, a regular uh, intimacy between husband and wife so that Satan does not have the opportunity to tempt you in sexual sinful ways. So as we think about that concerning anger, there has to be something here Paul is thinking of that if we allow anger to continue in our hearts and minds without dealing with it, Satan comes in with, with a means by which he takes that anger deeper into our hearts and souls and begins to cause us a bitterness that wasn't there before. And he's going to talk about that in the last two verses of the chapter, and we'll get to that uh, toward the end of the week in our broadcast. So we'll see you tomorrow.